Grind Time with Darren McCarty is brought to you by our brothers at the Detroit Cast. The Detroit Cast is a daily news talk and entertainment podcast hosted by Mike Walters, Jay, and Eric, or Biggie, or Jesus. Check out the DetroitCast.com, iTunes, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. He's an author and a rock star. He's reached highs that most can only dream of. He's also hit lows you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. And now he's ready to share that journey and that truth with you on Grind Time with Darren McCarty. Please welcome your host, number 25, Darren McCartney. Yes, 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 it is. Must be a Wednesday. Actually, first Wednesday in April, this 3rd of April. And yes, you are listening to the right podcast if you're tuned into Grind Time with Darren McCarty. I am your host, four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty. Happy to be with you. This first Wednesday in uh, April, uh, first Wednesday of my 48th year, which means 47th birthday, which I thank everybody out there uh, for the text, emails, uh, everybody wished me a happy birthday on Monday, it was a good birthday, yesterday was a great anniversary, seven years, I love you Cheryl, I know you're sleeping right now, uh, or you should be, because it's past your bedtime, um, but uh you know, happy to be here. As always, uh, joined behind the ones and twos, Mr. Krakowski. Timmy, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Good, good. We'll get to <laughs> Always great to have you. And uh, Mr. Perry Vellucci. That's enough from you, Perry. No, I'm just no, kidding. No. I got to be nicer to you, Perry. <laughs> Promise that I would be nicer to you, Perry. How are you today? And I thank you, Perry, guys. Perry got his chauffeur's license. Oh. So Cheryl gave him the okay to drive me around. Oh. So he's been driving me around. Actually, uh, he hooked me up. I went, Perry, uh, using the facilitation, right? If uh, Here at Grind Time with Darren McCarty. What Darren McCarty preaches is that if he's going to say it, you have to do it. So the facilitation of Perry introduced me to a friend of his who's a mechanic. His name's EJ. Took my van to it. He's uh, putting some TLC and some tender love and care into the van so we can get back on the road for these uh slapstick comedy tours and uh i got an autograph show in ohio and uh actually big weekend here in ann arbor for the hash bash which brings you know i might as well introduce right now because you can see them at home if you're watching on on grind time with facebook life uh a lot i could say a lot about this guy but uh just the number one is no this is one of my uh true homies and a guy who's really helped introduce me into the inner uh, workings and circle of the, the cannabis industry, even though he's from New York, a uh, really good friend of mine, Damien Stefano from Over the Moon Clothing Fame and uh, Over the Moon uh, Kush, uh, top 10 strain last year. How you doing, homie? Good. Appreciate you having me, man. No, man. No, I mean, I can't think anybody else to have in here than, than somebody who's not only helped me as we're almost four years into you know we've known each other but you were really instrumental for me and my recovery at the beginning of uh how we met each other do you remember the first time we met each other i do i didn't know who the hell you were you did, you did. now explain <laughs> that because other, that's what that's actually why him and cheryl got along because they both didn't know who i was when i met but but so 
So we sort of had a, in passing, I like how you tell the story. So, Damien, right. so how do we meet? I, I own a clothing store, and I had a, a brick-and-mortar location in Wall Lake, Michigan. And I was in my store one day, and all of a sudden the door opens, and who now I know to be Darren walks through the door, and my employees, who are from Michigan, say to me, do you know who that is, dude? And I said, no, does he need a hat or a T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Hustling. <laughs> you know, and they said, no, that's Darren McCarty. I said, well, who the hell is Darren McCarty? So I went and Googled him real quick while he was in the store and realized that he likes to fight. And I said, man, I like this guy already. I don't even know who he is, but I like him. And uh, the rest is history, man. We, we've been hanging out. We've both been judges in the uh, High Times Cannabis Cup with each other before, which is definitely an experience. Not too many people could say they got to, to judge with Darren McCarty. Oh, the, dude, I remember that. Do you stuff. remember, was it the first year? <laughs> in your uh, backyard. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, Timmy, you'll love this. So, Damien, like, so when I say that, that he really so when i'm starting my recovery um and getting ready in november uh, uh 11th which was the day in 2015 so leading up to that um it took me like six months so it was the introduction so i'd met damien before that and the introduction through different people on the plant so it comes to judging the high times and my, my homie right here who's a hustler right he's a new york kid i mean he did you know he's not too happy we haven't even got to the yankees tigers yet that he's not too happy we took two out of three from him right now so i, I got no problems with the tigers i know they're playing know. the yankees I, I know that's right so anyways so homie he gets us all hooked up with all the high times guys so we got a couple bags and i forget but because he hooked it up where i like the flower and then the concentrates but he knew where you get more or what and so we had everybody over in my backyard and we had a cookout and we sat there and we judged 34 samples 34 samples of just flour and then he had an additional 16 of concentrate this is in one day, mind Jesus. <laughs> I needed a I'm driver a to professional. get Professional. <laughs> professional. So it works. Hey, Jenny, perfect timing. Come on in. D say hi to Jenny, guys, from the hi. Russian Five. So Russian Five is giving you a little birthday present. They are. Okay. Well, will you, while you're here, thank you, darling. Before I open this up, yeah. will you give us an update on how things have gone so far with the weekend and what we have to look forward to for the Russian Five this absolutely so thanks to the fans and everybody's been supporting the movie first of all i love you guys because you've seen it twice and three times now we're loving it all the fans are like i went twice now i'm going third time so amazing we were number 28 movie in america number number three in michigan so weekend two is coming up we are opening up in pittsburgh we're in dallas we're gonna have uh, gym lights with us there awesome. we're opening up las vegas then arizona is coming up so Come on, everybody, give us some love. Yeah, exactly. And I think that also, too, is some of the numbers we were talking about probably down because of the final four basketball. Yes, so yes. after we can all, let's let's all do something this weekend. Can we promise that, that if we've seen it, then we take a friend, but we all go see the movie before we cheer the Sparties on Saturday night. So we can, it's a yes. great, we could do it a matinee. Are you... Do you have any, uh, are you going to be anywhere watching this movie where people can meet? The Actually, Friday night we're in Flint. You're in Flint. Um, oh, yeah, I love we're in Flint. we're in Flint, and we are at the Capitol Theater, and we're doing something special for the firefighters and for the military EMS. They can come and see a movie for five bucks. Oh, so cool. anybody Real who cool. is a part of that, please come and see a movie in Flint. Actually, 600 tickets have been sold. That's, That's pre-sale, awesome. so we're expecting a huge crowd. And you've seen it with a crowd. It's probably the best thing to see with the crowd. Well, that's also so too. So come to Flint, man. 
Hey, and um, if you, uh, I have a little update because I just spent uh, the last couple hours with Igor Larionov and he'd asked me how the movie was and I told him how great it was and he was wondering if he could get a copy of it. So I said I might be able to talk to somebody who he might know. So he's interested. Get him he's, a copy. He, he was very interested, again, in how, and I think because everybody just talking about it, that I, I'm, I'm extremely sure he's he's gonna love it and i told him about i told him about vladdy yeah how anastasia said that that's his happy place and he was singing we are the champions and i watched igor's face light up just like it's all like, gonna take right, right then to see it just listen right Besides then but but wait because you have to understand this and this is what i understand so so the the relationship that i have he asked me and when i tell him that because it's important that, like I tell everybody, that Vladdy, yes, there's a, a financial stake in this movie for him, which was important, but also that it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's his happy place. He sings the song. End of story. Everybody else, anybody got a problem with it, come and see me or right. go fuck yourselves. Like pretty much it. That's it. Because And then, but this will encourage they, they will want to see it because to hear his reaction. Right, right, of course. And I hope Igor can come and see it with the crowd. Yeah. Because, sure, can I, I send I, you a I, link? I, yes. I, listen, that's, look at that. That's the Russian. You got to right? see it with I the people. I just told her you might be able to get a little bit. You get the, right, the little bit. Now she wants to scare, yeah, but we got to get, it. yeah. But you with him, he might have to see it by himself. Yeah, then that's it. fine. Yeah, we've talked about it before. So he's been traveling quite a bit. I, I know he's been wanting to see the movie. So, absolutely. All right, here. Oh, come on, really? Yes. No. You, you have been. Dude. This is from me, Josh, Steve, the whole rush, Dan. That's too much. No, it's not too much. You have been the most unbelievable support system for us. And now this, you open it. Show the people. Yeah, I just, I, I opened the top of it. I don't know what it is. Sure. It's a Shinola Detroit watch. Yes. Unless yes. it's the greatest gimmick, unless it's my April Fool's present, and it's like a, <laughs> I take a Barbie watch. But this is really a Shinola, man. That's too much. Wow. No, it's not too fantastic. much. You've been, you've been an amazing, am uh, honestly, we can't thank you enough. Holy you've been fuck. such a great, you've been such a great person and such... Well, we've been uh, honored to be on the ride with you, Jenny. Just, I mean, just so you know, guys. it's just been a thrill yeah, for us. Yeah, you know, so. enjoy. You don't really put me back at all, ever. Um, Happy birthday, man. Happy yeah, birthday. yeah, man. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> good shit. Yeah, man. Oh, thank you. That's a good hug right oh, there. Thank you. That means a lot. I wear that. Made in Detroit, I Shinola like Watch. It. I hope you like it. I don't know what you kind you like, me? but I, yeah, sure. Show, show oh, to the oh, guys. Wow. I hope you yeah. like it. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like it was your style. It. It's gorgeous. Are you kidding? My goodness. If you need and to you make don't it know this thing about me. I used to be a huge watch guy. I have, my, yeah. I, I used to be a huge watch guy back in my day, yeah. so. Well, now you got Everybody out there. Handmade in Detroit. I will wear that with pride. Wow. Is that the right yeah. time? Um, I don't it's, know. Uh, it is. 8.57. Thank you. Is this, I love you guys. I, Thank you so much. Thank you. So we the will uh, look forward to ne next, just so you know. So next Wednesday, I got the comics coming in. Okay. I got Kevin Zioli and the, and the guys. So... You show up and give us a Russian Five update. You gotta know. <laughs> well, what, I live in the neighborhood. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Right. Do you, what do I tell you? And you know this as, as well as I do from two people from different places. Yeah. But 
Do you think that there's a reason that you're not supposed to be coming next door to promote it? It's just the way, you know, it's the same thing. And I will, if you accept that, then I accept that. I will. <laughs> thank I will. you. Thank you so much, guys. I thank love you. you. Okay. Thank you. Time. Tell the boys I said thank you. Okay. All right. Enjoy. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Jenny. You're the best. Wow. The best. Wow. Wow. Number 25. Wow, speechless. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I'm blown away. Mac, that is, yeah. Well, you know, that's, oh. that's awesome. You know, Perry goes back to the simple thing of, you know, I'm a simple guy. And we were talking, it's, so, uh, you know, appreciation. I think anybody, all they want to do is, is you know, some sort of appreciation. Not, not to this level, I'm saying, just for little things. But when it happens, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I'm Acknowledgement. Well, it's just, yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, I'm blown away right now. Oh, they did, You know, for something that, and I, and I truly do appreciate it. And Yeah. Well, you've, you know, you, you did, no, a, you I get did it. a lot for them, and, no, and, and I, they I, really appreciate get, what you've I done. I get it. That, I guess that that's the, that's the end of it. That's, uh, that goes around to, I mean, that really ties into where I was talking about EJ and, and you know, the facilitation that, you know, whether we're talking, and I'm talking about, um, you know, having a mechanic or I'm talking about a buddy who's helped save my life by the introduction in this business that is in the T-shirts or, like, the people and the fact that it's a Russian five, but it just all goes around. You know, you know like, what it is, Mac, is that you're open to it. You're, you're willing I'm to receive it. Yeah. You know what, Tim, and I think that as we've That's talked about here on Grind Time is yeah. that we're, we're in a lot of the same spot. Yeah. Um, you know, all of us here, um, we're... Before, I think that it was around, it just wasn't in a spot, was in a darker spot. Now, D, you know that, right? You've been... Absolutely. I mean, you've been... You've been, you've been up, you've been down, you <laughs> roll with the punches, but yep. you learn, right? Absolutely. I mean, you... So everybody knows you're a single father. I am. You raised... How, how old is Brandon now? Uh, he's Brayden's 10 years Braden, old. Brayden's yep. 10 years old. 10 years old, yep. So that's, Time you know... Flies. Enjoy, enjoy them while they're, while they're here and young. They grow up fast, so. No doubt, dude. I have a nineteen-year-old, almost nineteen. So. Yeah. Right, but it hasn't blink. been. But it hasn't been. It's ups, downs, all over the places. You know, I was a uh, prior to becoming a single dad. You know, I was used to coming as I went. I should say, running around. Yeah. Enjoying myself downtown, as you know, and absolutely. Sowing your wild oats. I was. I actually <laughs> signed my divorce papers today. Believe it or not. So Congratulations. So that means you're, you're you're ready. And I let's give a quick shout out here to uh, Granny Dobbs. Yep. She's uh, Granny Dobbs is uh, is uh, my, da Damien's. Well, she's well, mother-in-law. It's, it's your mother-in-law, but it's actually she's the coolest lady. She's it's your son's than, grandma. It is. And and Granny Dobbs can out dab. Can outsmoke. She's 72. Mike. 72. Dude, we call her Granny Dabs because she rips face dabs. She will put you down. <laughs> She'll put me down. She'll put anybody down. Anybody she's your sweetheart. mom knows down. Right? She's, she's, a, uh, exactly. she's a veteran in this, that's for sure. So so in saying that, you know, with Over the Moon clothing and stuff like that, you haven't been the parent. You haven't been able to you pick your spots and stuff like that that's why you know hash bash is a big uh oh, this weekend we'll what, what 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 do you expect or what can people expect and why do they got come and see you i mean well first of all all you have to do is listen yeah. because this guy right here i sell stuff that's you, what i you're, do you can sell <laughs> this guy can sell anything yeah, to anybody plugging myself right now right? no no, no car, i'm, I'm you plugging house, you, you want me to sell whatever you need me to sell you just got to say the magic word commission 
Okay, I work off of that. <laughs> that's it. That's and, it. And that's true, and I've seen that. So what, uh, So you'll be out? We'll be out at uh, the Monroe Street Fair in Ann Arbor uh, from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday for the uh, Hash Bash, and we'll be boothed up. I had a, a 10 by 10 booth out there, our clothing booth. You can't miss us. I'm going to have 20 feet flags in the sky and tons of T-shirts and hats and all new limited edition things, um, some classics that we had that we're now bringing back. Um, strictly for this event. So if you're lucky, you may even get a uh, autographed T-shirt from uh, Over the Moon and Darren McCarty. We may have a few out there. Not too many, but just a few. I might have found a couple yeah, that I had <laughs> that I might have signed and dropped off to you that yeah, maybe people A couple laying have. around. So make sure you're lucky and be one of the first people to get there and stop by our booth because these won't last long. I mean, if you've been to Hash Bash or seen Hash Bash, we're talking in excess of over thirty to 40,000 people in a 12-hour period. So get there. Because if you don't, you will see somebody else wearing it and be pissed you didn't get one. That's true. Point blank. Now, so. now let me ask you this, D, because when we met like uh, four years ago, you you are actually a reality TV show I have done star. some reality you, show. You did. I well, about how much of a star I was. Well, but what, what, what was know. it called? It was called Motor City High. Uh, we did that project in 2015 with um, Complex Media out of New York City. And they came out to Michigan and filmed... Uh, a show about, it was one of the first shows in Michigan that ever was done about cannabis. And at that time, back in 2015, the laws were different. So we were really rolling the dice with this project. Like, we're gonna, we want to be informative and let people know about cannabis lab testing. But at the same time, we had to kind of stay on the, uh, yeah, oh, there you go. You got me on the screen. Cool. Once upon a time, man, you know. <laughs> so what did you try to, what was the whole thing with Motor City High? It was about lab testing and how important it is. Um, to know what you're smoking. I mean, just because somebody's growing it doesn't mean it's good. You know, they, they, you can get powdery mildew, mites. People, you know, some people are greedy. They put stuff out in the street that's not what it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to be medicine, it should be treated like medicine. And that was what we were trying to accomplish by that, was getting the people more informed about cannabis lab testing in general. So one of the things that I've learned from you, from the education side of it, whatever, is like, and it goes to the point that maybe that it's not, but not tested or that you know so it's not what you're smoking it's who grew it where it's coming from as far as i tell people what i learn is don't tell me what the strain is tell me who grew it what's the company name and and things like that a lot of good growers here in michigan i mean absolutely you know i mean everybody always talks about california but i'm being honest with you michigan's swinging with the big boys on this one well here's the thing uh, the the word on the the word in the is that michigan's edibles are off the hook right michigan owns the edible market but that but then the flower and the concentrate game are slowly coming up because some who are your who do you do you have some favorite growers I do, or i do okay um, and, and I'm, I'm really to those who know me which you know how okay I operate. I, I, wait i'll tell everybody <laughs> how he operates why do people why do i love testing at uh any contest with damien like together because damien is a fucking pot snob okay mm-hmm. he only smokes gas they give me he will they give me he, 40 samples they'll give 40 five. samples <laughs> and he will literally go now now and just look at it and go no 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 and won't even and i'll be like sitting over here with he'll do like i'll do these 14 those 26 ah, i ain't touching those they're all so, yours so he's a what are you looking for tell, yes. tell me what i like for. a specific smell to a strain it's okay. got to be loud obnoxious kind of similar to when you cut an onion yeah, on the, and you're standing on the fruit in, side because i'm a no tr- i no. like more gassy strains so, more og okay. kush type of strains um 
I do have my own strain with Sin City Seeds. Um, they bred a strain for me. I gave them a, a, one of my plants, and they crossed it. And it's called Over the Moon Kush, which is Headband Times Blue Power. Okay. It was actually High Times Magazine's top 10 strain of 2017, voted by the public. So we were in the magazine for that. Okay. We've won several competitions with it. So now it's like, what can we do next to... To, to trump that you know okay and uh we're actually moved on to a new genetic now that we have it's called moon mints it's the over the moon which now, is the top these that string. you're attracted to are they uh indica dominant indica dominant yeah. hybrids yeah okay um every hybrids more on the indica yeah, side every, every competition that i judge i always what he was talking about me, me knowing how to get more i always judge hybrid because it's the biggest category okay so when you do a high times judging typically speaking you'll get 41 41 samples per category but, okay. You know, and we Jesus, just happened dude, to. That's a lot of sand. Yeah, they only give us a few days to do it too, so I got to take a couple of days off of stuff and. Uh, so that's know. awesome. So I don't. You that, guys are together. I don't. That just yeah. Rolls me and him, in, it's never just a rolls into my day. <laughs> but here's the whole thing too. So the moon, the uh, the moon mint, Sin City mint. It's Sin Mint Cookie, Sin mint which cookie. is another top ten strain right. of 2015 in high times. We so these, took that and crossed it to the the over the. Moon, I just got so. into the mint cookie thing. So I, yeah. my, my whole thing is anxiety and bedtime. Like me too, insomnia. I don't like sativas at all. Um, no. If you watch the show on on the Gorilla Glue episode of that Motor City High at the end of the show, they actually bug my eyes out of because that's how it makes me feel. Like I I do not like them. I stay away from them. I yeah. just gave I just gave him some tonight. That's one hundred percent sativa. The only reason I grow my it, my buddy Doc, is just because one of my patients likes it. But I, I'm not big in it at all. It gets my blood pressure too. Uh, uh, isn't that something that I don't eat migraines. But it's it's the education. I, yeah, it's the education. I've tried education and and speak to that, Damien, because yep. we're I'm sitting here talking to one of the you know most knowledgeable in the game, connected people I know around here. But what is your so what is your I guess your mission statement when it comes to Damien DeStefano when it comes to wheat? Because people need to know that that everybody's different in what they here, look for is don't bring me no garbage <laughs> okay? right if you see me in public bring your best because if you don't i may end up on a radio show like this talking about you <laughs> okay right because you so, just call it like you know you, you could either you could either be talked about very well or talked about like you don't care about it it's your choice but you, you don't know? fuck with edibles i do not i had and let me tell you why okay i was a judge in 2013 in denver colorado and they gave us an edible pack that had 60 entries in it some were edibles as well and I got back to our hotel room after a long day of vending, and I'm like, oh, let me, let me check out this judge's pack. And they had a trick-or-treat size candy bar, a little Three Musketeers size or whatever, and I'm thinking, Ugh. what's that going to do to me? It's, it's uh. tiny. Well, I ate it, and it was wrapped in maple bacon that had been medicated. What I, now, they don't tell you how strong these things are or where they come. It's all blind testing. At the you got to remember, this is six they don't give okay. you. Well, this is six years ago, too. Yeah, oh, okay. now okay. it's this a little 2013. Now, oh, no, okay. now it's. No, they hand you a bag and say, here you go, see you in seven days. Right. Write your stuff the down. The way it used to be. So I, I ate this edible, and I'm like, ah, I'm not feeling nothing. It was delicious. It was one of the best chocolates I've ever had. The problem was about 45 minutes later when it kicked in. I was, I mean, foaming to the mouth almost. I mean, I was that high. Come to wow. find out, it was a thousand milligrams, <gasps> and I had an, I had to be back to another event to vend in three hours. Well, that wasn't happening. I was crashed out in the hotel. Then the air difference out there, you know, just in Denver in general. The, oh yeah, the, the altitude got the altitude guy. Oh my god, I had to send. Hell my yeah, staff. dude, the altitude got me. I had 2010. to send the staff to the shit face, drunk, <laughs> but I mean, the altitude got me. Yeah, I had to send the staff out there. Sixteen hours, I was on this ride, and you know, I. 
I mean, to the point where I was sweating so bad, I almost asked my buddy to drive me to the hospital, and then I thought, I'll never hear the end of this if they take me to the ER. <laughs> you were going to be one of those edible kids <laughs> yes, in the hospital. Yeah. So we, ever since then, I've never ate an edible since. See, here's... It, they but just turned me off I'll, to being that high, you know? Dude, I don't blame you. It, I mean, it, that, was, it was a paranoia high. It wasn't a good high, you that know? That sucks, dude. I'll tell yeah, you, that's like that. what people got to understand. You will misuse marijuana in a way once, right? Right. I've, I've, <laughs> no, no, I've, I've edible not to that point, but I've RSO myself at the beginning when these guys are telling me just use a little bit of rice, just use rice. Listen, you couldn't tell this guy shit at first. You tell him, hey, take it easy and just do Dude, a little and then, bit. And then they watch and, me and do you it. you know his personality. He's, he's got to fucking try it all because that's he's got to eat the whole fucking bag to prove you're wrong, right? Or just to see. <laughs> and then and then to go, dude, I should have listened to you. Yeah. And then, But you only do it once. I, no, I, and, here's my and, favorite story about you and weed. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Bring okay. it. I mean, I got a lot of them here, yeah. but this is one of my favorites. Okay. okay. This is at the old house. When I first started coming over, hanging out at your old house, we barbecue in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I come over one day, and it's spring, possibly, I think around May, June. And I come over, and I am saying, hey, Mac, what's going on? And he goes, I got to show you something. So he takes me over on the side of his shed. This fucking guy's got 13-foot plants growing over the top of his fence, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, tell him, I tell him, listen, man, you may not want to do that, man. This is a couple <laughs> years ago. I said, Oakland County really ain't cool with that. He goes, ah. I said, I know you are who you are, but still, you may get a visit over this, you know? Right. Come to find out every neighbor on the street's growing weed. Fuck his next-door neighbor ah. the other one. Oh, yeah. I'm going, I love this neighborhood. I need to move <laughs> in down here. You know? Hey, you were, listen, that was my first grow. You were Impressed with those I was, monsters, I was impressed. I was impressed. Here I was. I walk around the corner. I don't know what this guy's going to show me. And when I mean 13 feet, I'm talking every bit of 13 feet. And it wasn't like they were done in June. You still got to grow to October. I, hey, by, I, the, by the end of the season, it's over the top of the, the top of the garage. I'm going. I wouldn't even go over there. I was scared. I look around the sky for the helicopter. I might have backyard. a picture. <laughs> I, I, mean, I still might have a picture of that. I got to. Not joking around, man. I mean, he was serious. And it came out good, too. And I come over there. He says, he trimmed it all. I says, where you been learning all this stuff? Well, I've been researching, he tells me. That's it. I've been, I've been learning. <laughs> well, do you remember? Because we shot um, right near the beginning, I, I, like you're saying, about six months. There's a video where we sat down in my garage. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, the with, recovery. Uh, Am I Mary J? That's online on YouTube as well. Right. And then we did another one with a second series. We did the sesh right. at my store. My neighbors hated me for that after we had that show at the store. You could smell weed for the, through the complex for the next six weeks after we did that show. It was it was it was pretty it was pretty intense, man. Okay, I mean it was you know twenty guys sitting in there in the film crew. The sound guys, he, he didn't even smoke. He left there. He said, "I don't know if I could do this show no more. I'm too fucking high." I was like, fall over. <laughs> so I love had, it. You know, we had to find uh, 420 friendly film people, right? You know, to be to be with this because it was that was a, not a just big friend. task. <laughs> not just oh, that, that's the that's yeah, a plan. Can I send that to you? Dude, how, do yeah, I, how, sure. how can you show people that? Uh, put it in the locker room. All right. Yeah. See if I can get it in there. All <laughs> yeah, right, don't, uh, mi- don't mind me. You got so you got other weed stories? Oh man, I got tons of them. What do you mean? This is what I do. So I, 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 here's another one. Fra- okay? give, the, give the people like <laughs> here's another one here. Okay, so we go we go down to the THC Expo at the Rooster Tail in Detroit, Michigan, off Jefferson, and I'm, I'm vending. I'm a clothing vendor there at this point. So I have Mac come out, and we're signing shirts we did together, right? And he's got a line out the door of these shirts. All of a sudden, I can't find him. He's high. He had to go. Listen, when he needs to go, 
He goes. He don't wait. He don't tell you bye. You look up. Where's Mac? Gone. You see all. You see the tailpipe. Ninja dust. <laughs> I mean, and so I asked my buddy, "What happened with Mac?" He says, "I told him not to eat that fucking edible again." <laughs> Here he goes, <laughs> wrecked. All you see is his tailpipe smoking. They're going down the road from the window. But here's the thing: is what you'll learn is when you get. Are you not right? I, when I you get to that now. mode, when you're, you know, you have that window. Yeah. Right where you got to get somewhere because, uh oh, this ain't good. I overdid <laughs> it. I don't do that much anymore. No, listen, that's because you haven't hung out with me in a while. So yeah. listen, this is what we're gonna do, right? We're gonna this year. I told him a couple years ago I was gonna make him a custom Santa Claus sack with the number twenty three on it. And when he 23, comes, 25. 25, sorry. I mean, is it that? Is sorry, it, man. Uh, you I gave mean, me that good weed. You see what happens? He's from New York, man. Sorry. <laughs> Sativa. <laughs> so I went ahead and uh, we were going to make this uh, Santa Claus sack for him. When he goes to these weed events with me, all he's got to do is walk around and open it up. And people just throw shit in, man. Yeah. It's a wonderful I mean, world. please keep doing <laughs> Guys, please keep doing it. I really love it. So are you, uh, so you're going to be up, you said there, are you going to be anywhere else I this am also weekend? going to be... Um, we're, we're we are all staying the- at the Wyndham Garden Hotel for okay. the Hash Bash Cup. Um, you'll also be able to see me there um, Friday evening and Sunday. Saturday will be all day on Monroe Street in Ann Arbor. I mean, I'll be out there to the So they got weed at the Wyndham. That's the Yeah, you can go gig. there, pick up meds. It is a recreational event. So It is a recreational over event. over 21 is what I'm hearing. So um, that'll be awesome for the public, you know, just to get an opportunity because there hasn't been since it's been recreational any huge events. So, as far as recreational is concerned, so right. Well, it's it's one of those things. Yeah, there you go. At this there, point, right man, there, dude. That's it. <laughs> that's the plan. That's true story. And that listen that 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 picture right there that was in June. Okay, uh, uh, it was in June. Does it say when it was? So it may or June, right? So you figured weed outdoor weed isn't done till late September, early October. So imagine that how might big have that been thing got July. But yeah, either it got, way, it was listen, over the it, top. It was over the top of that satellite dish by the time he was done, okay? And I'm and I'm going, hey man, you ought to be careful with that pocket, he says. <laughs> you know? Here now I-, I don't have to worry. Now I don't have to worry about it. No, now it's a now it's a new new time, you know. Now now when I started, I initially opened a, a certification clinic. That was my first business in 2010. Cool. And we certified over 30,000 people. And good then place I moved. to start. It was. It was. It was at that time. It was good for me because I didn't have to get involved with the actual medicine. And in the county that I live in, it wasn't really cool to get involved with the medicine at that point. Right. So, for me, it was good. It was, uh, uh, you know, still in the industry without being in the industry per se. So, I don't. I no longer own that business, but that was. Um, that was a good ride with that. You know, I learned a lot. I definitely learned about the laws. Okay. Which I, that's how I was able to inform Darren. So you had physicians on payroll? I did. Okay. I had um, seven physicians open seven days a week. Wow. We were open. We were the only clinic in – it's actually today the, the, there's a new owner, but it's still the only certification clinic in Oakland County. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I smashed them, man. I wasn't playing around. I went out there and uh, let them know I was in town, you know. And cool. We, and it's crazy because when I told my dad I was going to open that type of business, he says, you're going to go to prison because he's in New York. <laughs> Right. What are you talking about? And that, you know, a couple of years went by. I had to show him a legitimate tax return, and then he was like, he got he started to understand what's going on out here. Now he's asking me, how do we do this in New York? So wow. it's uh, it's just amazing. Where are they how, at in New York? Where are they at? Well, the governor's Cuomo's talking about just going wreck with it. Okay, I don't think that'll happen right away. Okay. Um, for obvious reasons with organized crime and things like that sure. in New York, I think they're gonna. Or maybe that's why he said just go wreck. Maybe. Maybe. Thinking, I know? mean, you know, to me, I I didn't necessarily. I wasn't a fan of it going wreck here in Michigan. I mean. I mean, I, no, 
I mean, teach his own. I think anybody over the age of 21 should be able to choose whatever they want to do, whether it's gambling, drinking, smoking, whatever it may be, you okay. know. But I just feel like it hurts the, the – it's going to help with jobs. It's going to help with money for the state. But it hurt. what happens to all these people that were friends of mine that got raided years ago before it was wrecked? Now everybody thinks it's all cool. Well, it wasn't cool when my buddies were getting their doors kicked open because the state yeah. didn't know how to operate correctly with it. And now that they finally got – you know, just to how much money they can make. Now they're involved. Well, had they done this 10 years ago? Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, the medical program, I mean, the law passed in 2008. It's 2019, and there's still no really great definition with the law. So, I mean, yeah, so much so that the governor just came in and appointed a new board to do all this. So, obviously, I wasn't the only one that wasn't thinking they were doing their job. So, yeah. No, I mean, I think that, they, and one of the things that I like is the, the conversation and progression. And, you know, when we talk, cannabis and we all know uh jamie lowell and rick thompson that have been here yeah great guys well rick's sitting in the, in the meetings and the first question is there's an article that i posted it on uh on grind time. time yeah right it is the fact that what went wrong and the money's where it went wrong That's you know it's it charging too much and having to show too much and trying to you yeah, know this and that so what happens with uh what happens with all and this is just my opinion yeah you know sure. but i have been in the industry a long time so i am knowledgeable of it what happens is this when you, when you make these licenses so much money, you get people involved with it that don't know shit about cannabis. Absolutely. They, they got big money. The, right. They're in it just because of that. Yeah. Right. That takes away from the actual medicine. And guys who I know who are really good growers that should be hired by these companies or even be able to have the opportunity to start their own. Right. But when you set it at a million dollars and then you expect that these people are going to show money for the last... Come on. Look, you want you just like you get a liquor license, okay? Yeah, they do a few checks. You put up some money, you got a liquor license. Why did? Why are they making this so difficult? Right. At this point, it shouldn't be that difficult. No, yeah. it should be transferable. I would think if that you they don't want to own it anymore. You can sell it, just like you can a liquor license. I mean, the state would benefit from that way more. Well, that was kind than of fucking the around the way they are. The kind know? of the spirit of the the spirit of the legislation was to to legalize and control like alcohol absolutely that was kind of the intent. The problem was they had people up there on that board that didn't know what they were doing. They I mean, need to get people. They need to horrible, get people horrible. in the community up in Lansing, like Rick Thompson, do you, like Jamie Lowe, who knows so there now. So my he's in the room now. Yeah, he's in my the question he's to great. you, right? My question to you, and this is what I look forward to learning or intermingling. Like, and anybody who has these questions, show up at the hash bash. The best part, I've been there and I've I've spoken on the hill, and but to be around because you're around to get answers or to ask questions with like minded people. Yep. To not get the bullshit. You're not going to get any bullshit there. It's not. It's about moving forward. And my whole thing is that to know that you have a choice, right? It's not whether you do or don't, but know that this is an option that you... Absolutely. Right? And, and like you said, so for you that has been around this and in this area and coming from the certification and the clothes and all this, so at this point, say in April 3rd, 2019... Do you think, Damien DeStefano, that we're at least headed in the right direction? Absolutely. Okay. Now, now, what I what I will say is these shop owners that do get their license, you know, once they get their license, make smart decisions. Don't hire a person for ten dollars an hour because you think you're going to get the most out of them. Hire somebody who's knowledgeable. Right. So, um, so you know, I, worst thing in the world for a guy like me is when I walk into a dispensary and they don't know me, and and I and I tell them I want the top shelf, and they got a girl work or girl or guy working behind the counter that's really not that knowledgeable, but because they're only having to pay ten dollars an hour, they have them behind the counter. I don't want that. 
Well, and that's he, what that's what these dispensary owners need to overcome right from get go. A guy like me who's been in the industry ten years, we can't even get a job in it because they don't want to hire people for what they're worth. Sure, you know, and sure. that's the thing. Like it's a it's a bazillion dollar industry if you make it that way. Yeah, right. There's so, money for everybody so, to so, go around. So the idea. So my thing is because if you want to build. Right, you put the best possible people in charge. So sometimes paying a little bit up front. Will I'm not saying every one of your employees got it, you know. But no, I, have a I, I on, on hand that that are more knowledgeable than the average person. Totally not fair. Now, I'm not blowing totally my fair. own horn saying that. I'm yeah. just saying I have taken the time to research these strains. I do got a resume with it. You know, I can't tell you. I've gone to a few dispensaries already, and these these guys know me. Yeah. But they don't want to pay the money, and that, that's a huge problem. And I'm not looking for a million dollars, but if you're going to talk about jobs, don't just give jobs away to people that don't. Right. I mean, and I like, think that's That's worth, like putting an idiot behind the bar, and, I think and they it's don't know how to make a drink, for example. I'm just using that as an example. No, but, because the responsibility you know, I mean, of the people moving forward, whoever is uh, fortunate set, enough. set standards. Yes. And if we don't, then you're going to be smoking bullshit, and they'll be talking about us like Colorado. Yeah, Colorado's got tons of weed, but it's horrible. If you've ever been out there to Denver and actually smoked their flower, like I'm not impressed at all. I, I have heard that from uh, yeah, from and it, and it goes down. The quality goes right. down because yeah. these people don't want to pay for it. Well, if mm. you don't want to pay for it, then you're you're gonna what gives the grower more incentive to grow anything better? He's gonna stop where he's at with it, right? You know, that's there's always be there's always gonna be people like myself who appreciate good cannabis no matter what it costs. Absolutely, you know, but there's there's a lot of people who don't. Are knowledgeable to know what could happen. But here's the whole thing, too, D, is because your education on it also, too, is you know what works for you, and the higher you don't, the I don't higher. Fuck around. I want the good shit. Right. But <laughs> you also get where you're going, and you need what you do for less amount. You got some. Yes. People don't understand. You're going to sit there and smoke a half an ounce of sour diesel that's yeah. like this, and you could smoke two grams of freaking headband and get to the same spot. Exactly. Wouldn't you rather get there and save? Well, you know, at the end of the day, it teaches his own. You right. Know, as far but as it's education. education. Do you not? Got to be educated behind it. On your own and, system. And believe me, a lot of these dispensary owners, they're not going to take the time to educate you, okay? At the end of the day, it's a retail business, and they're looking to make money. Well, here's the thing. So. You, got, you have lifelong cannabis users. Yes. My mom, one of them in particular, right? Yep. And when this started happening and I started becoming involved in the industry and had people that know way more than me and I'm sharing this and passed it to my mom, like, mom, guess what's happening? And, yeah. you know, she's been, <laughs> you know, I remember the red hairs in her shit, you know, <laughs> it's, it's in my mind and the smell of that red hair sensi yeah. is like pro ingrained. You, hey, if she can get some of that, can you bring it? <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was, That's that old Panama <laughs> ring. Like, Man, we need it, some of that. It was hit and miss for them. And when they got the good stuff, oh. and, you know. It That's was how good. it was even with me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s so growing up in the early 90s what we thought was good weed back then wasn't right yeah <laughs> you know and just to see the progression of where it's going from say 1990s to now yeah but i brought my mom up because the challenge that we have like us here as purveyors of cannabis for medical use for responsible adult recreational use is that take somebody like my mom mm -hmm. who know it, she's she's lived marijuana she's Absolutely. lived it right she had no idea that the indica sativa thing was now such a thing because it's being grown so well. She's like, Timmy, just 
Just give, give it to just me. Give me to me. Yes, exactly. And and not just my mom, yeah. but other, no, I, li- other I was that way. friends. Yeah, he was. Right. Listen, Darren would smoke anything. It didn't matter what. No, it was. I, I had I no. You, so, like, listen, this is the first time I seen you with a jar that actually has a name on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but he's come a long way. yeah, but yes. there's that's like there's eight different things in here. <laughs> that, that's the thing, though. At first, you wouldn't even hey, you're carry pr- a jar I'm with a name on it. Are you? I am. It's headband because that's Damien's favorite. That's my favorite strain, man. So we have to work against people. who are lifelong cannabis users we got to work through that right so so we have a as purveyors of cannabis we have a lot of work to do i mean because you consider we have to educate the people who are lifelong users yeah but that's fine but that's okay because here's the thing is that isn't it great now i look at it like like we get to a point is that we can break it down and look into it because now the information is more out there now the testing's more out there now we can go specific so it can be like hey mom i know you're smoking this or whatever but here smoke this but then when you want this here because i love right like damien says i'll have a jar and it'll be a mix of whatever and i'll play pull it out and try to decide and i can tell the difference where I've learned now the structure from an indica to a sativa or a hybrid. Oh, you've come a long way. Yeah, but 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 Timmy, is that headband right there. No, what is it? It uh, there's like uh, uh, there Pupurri is some headband fifty six flavors. For oh, there's yeah. uh, <laughs> see, there's some uh, see uh, Death Star. There's some sour diesel. There's there's a bunch of different things in here. But here, but the whole thing, right? The whole thing is that I'll have my jar that I'll know where it is. And then when I want to go to sleep, where's my dank death star? Where's my nighty night? Where's my mendo breath? Where's my nine pound hammer? Where do I go when I need to know, like, if I'm not messing around? Just the fact that you've learned all those strains well, that do that, I'm impressed. Well, that's. The, <laughs> and, and here, I got to be honest with you. Well, from where I'm now, you from. know what works for you. Well, that. And, At and, first, you didn't know. No. It took time, just like the average patient. When you're going in and you're into these dispensaries, yeah, sometimes it's a gamble. You gotta you gotta wonder what's gonna work for me. And sometimes you gotta go through ten bad ones to get to that one good one. Yes. But you here's know, the thing though. And, and and I think that to Tim, and this is your purveyor, not only to the to the older, to the younger, whatever, is the conversations. And and I know that if I haven't tried something or if I'm looking He's one of the guys where I'll call. Have you had this, or do you know, or do you know this company, or do you know different things like that? Because why? It's because early on, Damien was one of the guys that would say, "Here, why don't you try? Maybe you want to go this way. Maybe we'll try this." Like I'll tell you one thing, and this is a fact: the first dab I ever did, right, was over the moon. Okay, we actually have it on film. On YouTube, if okay. you want to see it. Blew my brains out. His first day. Yes. I'll tell you that over you. the moon, <laughs> over the moon, right? Now, the flower is great, what do but I the concentrate, uh, over the moon concentrate is the best. Yeah. Videos. Hey? The over the moon dab is the greatest dab there can be. Because why? Because it. it's Not like to a, be biased, but I really no, no. Do love that strain. The like, dab is the greatest because it's a trip. Uh, to Cedar Point, it's a roller coaster ride. I've never had a dab where it sort of you take it tick 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 up to the top, and you think you're gonna like literally <laughs> your brains are gonna eyeballs are gonna come out. You're gonna like die from. Gonna you cough. actually wrote that in a strain. I I strain shirt. I did the, the over the tree moon shirt. Over the moon. I wrote so over the moon. I should have worn it tonight. The over the moon tree shirt because they have tree shirts. 
Oh, there we go. Is that it? Oh, uh, no, that's Dabs and Drums. Yeah, that was another show me and him did. We, yeah, yeah, we we've did done quite a few together. Okay. Uh, it's, it, <laughs> we were dabbing on there, though. Type right there, third one down. Right there. Oh, right there. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, this yeah, we've be done good. quite a bit of films ago. Now that I'm thinking back, like, Yeah, shit. we're just, hey, dude, now that we're going to be doing a lot more. And this Fuck. is my Mary Jane, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. It's about halfway through the video. You can see okay. me All actually right. dab with Anyways, it's over the moon, right? So it, it'll take you, choke you out, and then it like lets you off the hook, and it's like a ramp and fires you out into the, into the water. Got to go a little more forward. Okay. That's fine. It's coming. Coming up closer. You definitely little more. Some people don't want the 25%. It's not always about somebody that... Has had an addiction to pills where it went to the point. <laughs> when it comes to that, but just on your point about the pills, not only that, I'm an alcoholic. I'm not quite sure. I think it's coming. Yeah, oh, right here. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Like, God, is that beautiful? <laughs> the good old days with that shit. <laughs> Dude, dab face time. Jesus. Oh, does this give me the dab face? The, the problem is it just looks like you're getting ready to smoke meth, man. I just, this is like, the first time I ever saw it. I, I, I was about to punch this guy. I thought, what are you bringing in my house? You yeah, know? yeah. And then I learned about it. Yeah. That is true, though. Not too when many people. Do, it's can, like, you know, listen, that, <laughs> wait a sec. You come in. <laughs> Free basin. Nobody can ever say they gave you your first dab. I got it on film here. So if anybody else says it, they're fucking lying. No, this is the truth right here. <laughs> Get better than this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no word ever been said. Jesus, dude. You went deep for your first. Oh, dude. Oh, buddy. That's the shirt I did with him right there. <laughs> oh, buddy. I got the dab shots too. Big time. But you know what, Tim? I firmly believe that's the medication. That's that's the medical part of the cannabis. That's the medication activating. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it was, guy. There. That. Yeah. Thanks, T. <laughs> doesn't get any better than this. You nailed that one. Yeah, that was a good show. That was good times. We educated some people that day. That was. Uh... People, how, how long ago was that? That was in 2016. Yeah, okay. that. it was All like right. three years ago. Yeah, it was right after we did the complex show. We're gonna have to give some more education as we uh, as we move forward. Right on. So what else? Uh, so other than that, the little you got all those shows coming up. Oh, what man, else you got into? The, we're on the road again. I'll just put it to you like that. I've got 32 shows now, booked in the next uh, 16 weeks. Okay. So. Now, how long have you been doing the clothing? Clothe the the circuit. Uh, I've been on the road doing clothing since 2011. What are you at now? 263, 263. events worldwide. Um, yeah, I don't fuck around. You could, you, we, it could be your garage sale, a big music festival, fucking bar mitzvah. I don't care if you got something you want me to set up at. You're gonna buy a t-shirt. We're showing up. So what? Tell, so, tell the guy. So, so Moon Rags. Moon Rags with a Z. At, dot com. Um, you can also follow me. R a g z. dot com. Can also follow me on uh, Instagram at, at Over the Moon Clothing Company. That's where we post. 90% of our stuff. Um, we're very active on social media, so you can find us there. We're actually live on my Instagram page right now, guys. So the viewers are tuned into your show. 
and uh, getting a laugh out of it. But yeah, we we sell hats, t-shirts. I love it, man. It's uh, nobody hates the hat guy. So here's you know? the thing. I gotta tell you. No, I gotta tell you. <laughs> Can't this. really get mad at the hat guy. Right? Which my boy here. So, <laughs> so a bunch of different hookups, but one of the best hookups was 2016 in February when we went out and played in the outdoor game in Colorado. So the grassroots boys, Robert and uh, Ruga. Yeah, the boys out there for grassroots, which are the hats, right? Um, so Damien hooks me up there. So you know the the Mr. Chimple hat I always wear, right? That's one of the, from those yep. guys. The robe was the best. The robe is the best. I got the crap. <laughs> they gave him the U Hefner uh, yeah. fucking robe. The, crop, the goat coat. It yeah, was, exactly. It was awesome. it says grassroots. Looks like Crown Royal. Oh, you have another one from them. You got a robe. Oh yeah, dude, oh, yeah, with the weed it. on the inside, I'll have to bring oh, it in. Okay. Right. Listen, there was a point in time where I'd keep him with so much over the moon shit. Every time I'd run into him, he was wearing it. Dude, I have, <laughs> I do. I have Half a his closet was stuff. over the moon. What, do you, what, uh, what are certain things? Let people know out there. Like, what are the different? I see the what you got upstate trees. Yeah, on. that's that's shirts. my buddy's uh, tree shirts. They're based out of New York. Uh, I've known him since we were kids. Grew up in the bunk beds, you know. And he happens to own a clothing company too. Um, in based out of New York, so I sell his stuff. I'm a retailer for probably ten different companies um, worldwide. If you got something you want me to sell and you say the word commission and it's something I won't end up in the penitentiary for, come call He's me. He's your guy. <laughs> I mean, this guy houses, cars, it don't fucking matter. You know, I was the pizza man in New York for ten years. Tell us, tell us a couple stories about the how about this one. Oh, so you got to tell. So Damien, I, I'm not a crazy. Wait, life. wait, wait, wait. Right. So will you break it down and say right. like like how you grew up and then so here it is. I working up, for your uncle and I grew give, up give in, everybody like how the real <laughs> the real. real. They, okay. Crying time with Darren McCarty. Right. This is this is a this real, is as real. real. This is real raw and uncut. Really, you're just gonna get one time. I'm gonna say. I right? good. All right, so I, I grew up in New York. Um, my family, uh, does my father does owns an insurance company, and he knows everybody. My grandfather owned the dry cleaners there. We've owned, we've been business owners. Both of my brothers are business owners as well. So I come from a long line of business owners. And um, I got hooked up with the neighborhood pizzeria. My Uncle Sammy owns a pizzeria called TJ's Pizza in Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie, the last stop on the train, man. Close enough to the city, but far enough to get away from the bullshit, you know, so... I grew up there, and it was it was tough growing up there. It was, yeah. it was a rough area, it's you a know. Ghost and town, dude. We, um, you know, it's it's really went downhill. So I was the pizza guy, man. I started delivering pizzas at 13 years old on a bicycle, okay. And then for I went from there and delivered pizzas shit into my 20s. The one the craziest thing about pizza is pizza don't discriminate, okay. You could be a fucking bazillionaire or a stone cold crackhead. You call them bringing you the shit. You know what I mean? So I learned that hustle. You know, first first one to get back gets the next delivery, you know? Okay. So that's how my whole life went. Six days a week, 12 hours a day. So, I mean, I, I, I've seen every part of New York you could possibly imagine. And, you know, we knew every cop. My uncle's a bookie, you know what I mean? So I, I, grew, up, I grew up very early understanding sports, <laughs> just from a different way. <laughs> right, right, <Okay>? right. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, so my favorite story is like so you had a pretty good like you you learn the ins and outs and you got to make an extra dollar so you gotta know who's who you know i was delivering weed in the pizzas that was great Uh, but wait wait so this is my this is my favorite story right and he's like so my so my uncle he he, this is all right we're delivering for i'm doing this shit for probably a year man people are calling the pizzeria requesting me right (laughs) and my uncle knows what time it is with me he's like i know you ain't that fucking fast asshole so what are they calling here for i blow it off Ah, i just i'm they know me i know everybody well after it went on for a year my uncle wasn't fucking stupid okay so he, he caught on to it these are the words he said to me 
cut me in or cut it out, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, so that was my uh, retirement day in the weed business throughout the pizza. You Bro, know? you definitely come from a family of hustlers. Listen, <laughs> it was it was an interesting situation. Tell, in New tell York, a couple you know? like like how real is like you go into the hood or oh, like man, you go listen, into the we the, delivered uh, to every housing wait, project yeah, in the city of New York. These are my favorite. So you get in in the summertime and in the fucking elevators are broke. <laughs> you got to walk up thirty two flights of stairs because there's no elevator. And you don't get tipped, okay? Right. So you got to think of how am I going to make some extra money because now I'm, I just walk all the way up these goddamn stairs and I got to walk back down them and I got nothing because some, some people don't tip. Believe it or not, tip your pizza guys, okay? That's what I'll say tonight. Tip your pizza guys, especially in New York because they work anything, hard, man. Do you ever do anything to a pizza? No, I never fucked with people's food. I went into that shit. Now, I had a couple incidents where I had to throw pizza at somebody. Okay. I did do that. Okay. A couple drunks, you know. But like I said, you're going to people's homes. You're seeing them at their fucking worst, their best. Fucking, they're, they're in there getting high off other shit before they open the door. I mean, I've seen it all. I've seen people answer the door naked. I mean, I should have <laughs> did this a show. It should have been pizza delivery confessions. I would have made a million dollars doing it. Dude. You see people at their fucking realist, man. Yep. At their home. It, it's, it's almost you like know? you're inv- Would you say it's almost like you're invisible? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, give me my food, you, you don't know? see shit. It no. doesn't matter if there's somebody in a bondage over doesn't the back. Matter. Just give me the money, I'm out of here. <laughs> on to the next one. I probably delivered over a million pizzas in 10 years, because we were open 12 hours a day. We had a 10 phone line system, and pizza's just like Coney's here in Detroit. Yeah. Now, That's you're in New York. Thing. Do you got to carry a gun? Ah, you weren't supposed to, but... <laughs> but you, <laughs> but were, in some, but you <laughs> were in some spots where you... Yeah, like, fuck yeah. You ever I scared, had, scared? I had one incident in 10 years. I had a couple incidents, but I had one real incident. Um, some young kids, 17 years old, if I was to guess, try to rob me for the pizza, and you give up the money because those are the kids that'll shoot you. Right. Because they're just they trying don't know to get a rep. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you give them the, I gave them the money or whatever, and it sucked. And I went back to my uncle, and he fucking screamed at me about the fucking money because that's, that's how he is. They weren't going to rob you. They were just talking to you. I'm like, what do you mean, bro? I was there. <laughs> Felt like you a know? robbery. Yeah. Like, this is how my own, this is <laughs> the how gun he was. was cold against my temple. I mean, <laughs> if you met this guy, man, he's a no-nonsense motherfucker. Like, you know, the cops even gamble with him there. You know, I don't have to put him on blast, but, they, you know, that's how it is back home, you know? Yeah. So the big the big joke around town was a chicken parm beat a murder rap, you know? As, <laughs> we, as, as, as delivery drivers, man, you know, we, we used to do shit that was highly illegal. Like, I was the king of double parking. Okay. Okay. Well, I drove around in this van. It was a, a white Ford van, and my buddies decided they were going to go to the dollar store one night and buy a thousand bullet hole stickers and put it all over the van. Oh, so I walked out the next morning like I didn't mess with anybody's old lady. I don't owe anybody any money. What the fuck, man? This is personal, right? I see one sticker waving in the wind, so I knew, so I left these things on. So when I'd pull up to the housing project in the middle of July, oh, that's awesome! Everybody be standing outside. They'd be like, "Damn, the fucking pizza man got nine lives. How the hell did you fucking live through that, bro?" And you know, in that business, you just got to know how to talk to people. You well, know, I'm a, I'm a people person. You could talk your way out of ass beating if you know how to talk to people. You know, and that's that's ninety percent of it. Most of the people that I knew that did have issues and got robbed, it's because they just didn't have. You got to be people person, man. You got to know how to talk to people on the fly. And, and and not be afraid, you know? I mean, if you walk in there and, you know, you're in Smith Street Projects in Poughkeepsie and you walk in there and you look like you're nervous, well, they're going to use that against you. So yeah. you got you to gotta go in there like you own the joint, you know? That's just pretty much how it was. And I just got used to it. It just became a way of life, you know, to where I didn't even think about it. But, I mean, we were making $250, $300 a day delivering pizzas. So 
you know, it was a good gig for a while, you know. My uncle was tough, you know. He was he was a tough guy, man. He didn't he was a no nonsense guy. The trash the sanitation department didn't come pick up his trash. He fucking pushes the dumpster in the middle of the road, New York City traffic and rush hour. Jesus, dude. <laughs> type of guy we're dealing with here okay? well, that's a different you know, way of life man it, like, it's you just i'm very thankful to be in in michigan you know <laughs> yeah. it, it, not saying they don't have their issues here you know but sure. it's just there's opportunities here that especially within the cannabis industry that i would have never got back home right on you know they're giving me awards for shit out here that they locked me up for back there you know what i mean so it's kind of yeah. like the double-edged sword like now people are gonna really you know, people are gonna uh, lay into us if we graze over the fact that you had a reality show we talked about I this did. at the beginning of the show I mean, people are going to be like, you got to ask him more about that. How did you fall into that? I mean, you look at it. We played the clip. Yeah. That was a well-produced little reality show about your shop. Like, Thank you. Talk to that. us about how that came about. Well, I had some friends that I went to high school with in New York, and you know, we lost contact over the years, but the lovely thing about Facebook is you see sure. everybody. So they had saw That's that like I- the one good thing about exactly. Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I hadn't talked to some people in a while, and a buddy of mine named Brian Saxon, who owns Electric Productions- he eclectic i'm sorry productions he um gave me gave me a message man he messaged me and said look we're seeing what that you're in the business out there we're kind of interested in doing a a sizzle reel with you or something to maybe you know promote your business and maybe see if we can get a film with this thing yeah, going for people so, in the don't know the lingo sizzle reel is just like something put together your best cuts exactly something that looks to try to sizzle like yes. sizzle and steak a sizzle reel is all sizzle yeah. and it's something that people maybe could get an idea Absolutely. of a whole show out of right Absolutely. think of fajita yeah. yeah it's like a fajita so we did we did that we did two of those actually um we did one in michigan and then we turned and went to denver colorado and they sent a camera crew out there with me to an event i was vending and they were great man they were on the road with these guys they just were amazed that i mean they filmed tons of these some of these guys were you know done projects with travel channel and yeah national geographic they had well, never it's well produced they yeah. had never been involved with the cannabis, cannabis industry so when i show up with this film crew to this fucking concentrate event <laughs> they they were more shocked than anybody they were like this is gonna make for great film so they ended up um taking it and shopping it to some people um and complex bit complex media out of new york and they okay. decided that they wanted to do a show and they contacted me about it and of course i said yeah why wouldn't i right this is awesome complex um to those who don't know complex in new york they're they're a very big company they're owned by mark echo from echo clothing back yeah. in the day yeah and they you know they're, they're a channel they're, they're, they're yeah they're, they're I mean, content creators yeah they're, and i mean yeah. they had they're they were very professional um they came out for 17 days we shot a show and the coolest part was i got to pick my cast cool. so it wasn't like i had to work with people that i didn't really know I was able to pick the cast that I wanted, so I just got my friends, you know, and some of the great growers that I knew, and nutrient companies, and hip hop artists, and yeah. Now in two thousand, this was two thousand fifteen. Right? Yeah. Now in two thousand fifteen, nobody was putting their real name out there. No, nobody was. It was. It was definitely a risk, and that's one of the reasons why I never got it. Everybody asked me, "D, you sell everything. How come you don't sell weed?" I said, "Well, when I did that show, my lawyer sat me down and he said, listen." <laughs> You can't be the TV guy and the weed guy. It yeah. ain't going to work. You got to be one or the other here. So at that particular time, that's the route I wanted to go with it. You know, I wanted to do the TV thing, and I'd still love to do the TV thing. You know, sure. I love – I'm yeah, trying to get in touch with, with Vice, man. I, I that, That's the next channel I want to work with, you know. Now if you're, you're listening, Vice, yeah. sign me up here, okay? Now you're thinking. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's the angle that I want to go with it because the education is going to come through that. I can only – my voice is only so loud. Yeah. You know, here in Michigan, I'd like to get on a, um, you know, being that we have been on a national 
company that has done things like that. Yeah. I'd like to do that again. I think now, especially with it being recreational, there's so much more to show. Well, I think there's so much, not only, and when you take it back to the reality, and I think you nailed it early on and when we brought it up the first time, is that the testing, right? The yeah. whole thing behind it was Iron Labs and to get people to realize the, the testing because there's some bullshit out there absolutely and and to the education so you had to make and we talked about it you went to be the hat guy the merch guy this uh, also with your education and relationships on the other end developing you know co-developing the the strain the strange, over yeah. the moon i mean that was wild that 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 actually clothing actually created that and that, right. that's how that happened i was on the road traveling around the country and i had to happen to be at an event with the owner of sin city seeds and he constantly see me at these events and he's like damn bro you sell clothes everywhere and i'm like well you're here at these too so i could say the same thing about you yeah well after you know we built a friendship off of that the amount of people and you know i want to say this the amount of good people that i've met from this cannabis industry is amazing i mean these people are have literally written me letters i used to own the certification clinic and we help people i've got letters from cancer patients thanking me for helping awesome. them. I mean, I've got it, it's amazing the feedback we got. I mean, me and Darren were on the news. Fox 2 News came and did a report with us about it just because it's it was that big of a deal at that time in yeah. Oakland County. Wow. Oakland County was not the county you wanted to roll the dice in, so I rolled the dice. And I was Yeah, very but you rolled, but it. the thing is you did it the right the I did. one thing I stayed is out of always, what they they want. They didn't want me to sell weed. I stayed out of that. One thing you know, we always so. Well, always preach what it is, and, and I it's keep it, you know, follow the rules. Absolutely. Now, the hardest part is interpreting the rules because they the rules are gray, right? That's, that's now, now we're trying to show me the line so I can choose whether or not to cross it. Well, now, was, you've done a great job yeah. in showing people how to incorporate, but how every aspect the clothing, how because without the clothing, the product it gives it an extension the clothing's an extension of the plant and when people understand that and how they fit in like you have where you're all about all of it but you're to the to the one well you can still be involved and not be the guy on the top of the mountain screaming i'm the guy you know what i mean sometimes it ain't yeah. good being the only guy on the island right you know i wanted to wait and see what happened with this whole thing in michigan um you know i'd, I'd like to get a license like everybody else wants to get a license but there's but a lot associated with that and being able to progress to the next level with it. Um, no, you just need your own TV show, bro. That's it. No, you do. To me, you're the out. And listen, Tricky says it the best, dude. You sell. What do you say to you outside? Empty the, boxes. We had empty he's boxes. He's sitting outside the, the, the go-kart place. Oh, yeah. One of the first times. <laughs> the guys are going in. Damien out there. Pops up a pop-up tent selling. <laughs> got shirts. Got shirts. <laughs> trick, trick walks by. You kid will sell anything. I was like, he's just a hustle. But the hey, hard rents work. do. Okay. At the end of the day, that's how it goes, man. I mean, you got to know where your angle was. And for me, I could be cool with everybody still in the cannabis industry. And there's a lot of there's a lot of competition in this industry. I mean, just like any industry. Yeah, but here's the whole thing. Nobody gets like I said. Or nobody gets mad at the t-shirt guy. Because I'm not selling weed, you know, so I can I sell as much weed as you want. When you're done, come buy a T-shirt. Yeah, know, and that, that's my. Yeah, everybody needs and clothes. That's why it's worked so well because I, I I never stepped on anybody's toes with it. Yeah, it's not dumb you know? to sort of dance on the outside of it. Like, there's, yeah, there's money to be made there. I mean, perfect like, example. You go, you go to the the Little Caesars Arena for a hockey game or or whatever sporting event. Yeah, T-shirts, guys, guys, line every time you go there. 
It don't matter what game you go to, guys got a line out there killing yeah. it. You know, had I had I blind a man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people want they want a keepsake. It's a niche item. Yeah, it's something and, that and, they're gonna. And here's a little tidbit for everybody out there, because when you go to the t-shirt or the hat guy, he knows where the best weed is. I do. No, no. I mean, uh, uh, for for when you go to right, not only that, but you can ask. Whoever around there, and this is when you go to the top guy, because why? Because all the best weed guys know the best merch guy. That's it. Yeah. That's it just the way it is. When you want to know, I'll tell you, when I, when I go to, if I if Damien's not there, there's a couple of different people where, and they're not, they don't sell weed, but they always know who's got the best <laughs> weed around. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's just building relationships with people over the years. And that's you know? all it is. And that's what it is. Like you said, so many great people, not oh. only in this state, but all around. I mean, and this everywhere. plant doesn't discriminate color, race, or anything. Exactly. No. And when you get by the fact and you realize that, hey, you don't even have to smoke this plant to enjoy the benefits of it. Yeah. What? You can't, you don't have smoke mirror? No. No. There's so many different ways now. I mean, people, the cartridges are a big thing. Everybody's on the cartridges. I'm not a real fan of them. I will say that. Well, you don't like the Terps. Nah, I like it. It's just, no, I'm just man, I'm a flower smoker. I'm you're, old school. I like to smoke my joints. You're such a liar, dude. I, do, I will say this. I think they're great when you're in a position where you can't just smoke a joint. You know, mm-hmm. movie theater, the airport, wherever you may be, that it's not okay to light a joint up. They are they are good for that purpose. Right. They're 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 good back. But it's up. not my first go to. Right. No. I mean, I'm 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 more of I'm old school, man. I'm more of a flower smoker. I always have been. I do like the concentrates, don't get me wrong, but more at bedtime. Okay. You know, I want to go to bed and See, know. I always like I always I just love get too fucked up off them. I, I mean, love dabbing. Michigan's not messing around, man. No. These guys are putting out <laughs> fire out here. So it's like it's true. you gotta pick and choose what strain you smoke and where you're smoking. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing Michigan has ever fucked around with. Like, I, music, I love it here. Cars. I love it here. Pizza. I mean, it, we don't fuck around. City <laughs> opera. Hockey. Land, <laughs> yeah, land opportunity uh, out thank here. Man. Tim. We don't fuck hey, around. Hey, so D, let me ask you this. For our listeners out there, do you have any so like people that are listening that that, that are that go to them? Do you have any favorites or like uh, I know like one of yours is Seven Tenths of On. He's definitely one of my favorites. Seven um, Tenths of On. I mean, there's Flint. a lot of brands that I really do like out here. Right, um, too many to mention in one show. I mean. They're, well, they're, shout some people out. Tell us what you like. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, right, right now, I'm definitely smoking, like you said, 710 Savant. Yeah. Uh, Coco Extracts. That's one of my buddies right there. Yeah, you got Ross D. the Boss. We'll see them. Miss Money Penny. Uh, Northern oh, Connections. I mean, there's so many. I could sit here for days. My buddy Buford. Some of these guys don't even have companies, man. Buford, some of these guys are just does Buford, go, hey, is Buford coming out this weekend? I sure hope so. Buford, if you're oh listening, you better bring dude. your ass Buford. out this weekend. I'll tell you that. Buford's Ms. got fire. Miss Penny uh, Kool-Aid. Yeah. No joke, dude. Wait, but you used to have a drink, right? I did at one point. I mean, I didn't. I only You're, that thing fucked me up. It was a 300 milligram moon. That drink. shit fucked me up. I wasn't into them. Like I said, I didn't really mess with edibles after my Denver experience. I did taste <laughs> it because I had to make sure it tastes good for people. It did taste good, but, but that was, was a strong. collaboration that I did with the Power Buds girls. Yeah, and they, um, yeah, it was 300 milligrams, man. And people told me like, yeah, dude, you. We won a couple competitions with it, and they tested to make sure those milligrams were exactly what we said. Yeah, and we were within a matter of points. And it was 300 milligrams in an eight ounce bottle. And your fucking day was. Dude, if I tell you that, I was like, I, I, I couldn't Don't make plans. Because I didn't like it. Timmy made me feel like I drank, I drank one, or whatever. And I was like, 
I feel like I'm drunk. I don't eight like ounces that. Is like it was terrible. That's like uh, airplane amount. Yes, right? like, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, and you know, nobody thinks about it because they go, "What is this little bottle?" So they and I tell them all, "This, this is the best." When I tell them, everybody, take it easy, and they go, "Ah, I know about all that." Yeah. Well. We, you fuck we, with the moon we, juice. We, we know somebody like that. I that sure do. Listen, it, you, yeah. when I first met him, <laughs> it was his whole mo, man. He was like, I was like, hey man, take it easy with this one. Like, ah, fuck that shit. And then he, then I'd be sitting there talking to him, and he'd be fucking nodding out in the chair in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make a cup of coffee real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not you know? always, always for. But then I learned. Yeah. Hey, listen. But that, the thing that here's about. the best part. Here's the best part. No matter what, I was waking up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was waking up at the worry. end of the day, right? There wasn't that worry. And that, that's, no, that's, that's the greatest that's the part great about this about plant it. is that you can't, it. it's never killed anybody. It can't kill you. Your endocannabinoid system is built in. It's your friggin' food processor for this plant. Get educated, get medicated. That's it. I, uh... Yeah, I'm glad to see you still smoking a lot of pot, man. That's great. And now you got a label on your jar and shit. You're moving up in the fucking world over here. <laughs> hey, Perry, that would be accurate, but there's a label. I mean, no, yeah. It doesn't matter. Hey, that's more than he had with. I mean, seriously. He he used to take it all, didn't matter what it was. He throw all he still does that. He throws all that shit in one and then you ask him what it is. The funny thing is he can go through that jar and pull out every bud and tell you what it is, though. Yeah, he did. He kind of ran it all down. I mean, yeah. speaking of which, well, this is, what he got in there? Yeah. All this weed talk. Did you ever? Uh, you talked about your thousand milligram experience. Have you ever seen uh, on Joey Diaz's show the yeah. comedian? Oh, Joey? he's my guy, ever, Uncle Joey. Yeah, Uncle Joey. Did you ever see when like he has some guests on and yes. give him the Death Star? I'd love to go on his show one of these days, bro. Well, how do we get on? Maybe man. you will. I, I would love to. Listen, he's the. Have you ever watched him, man? No. What is it? Listen, Uncle Joey, man. Yeah. Joey Coco Diaz. He's the funniest mother. He's stand up comedian. You know? Okay, and he smokes Death Star. He smokes weed and well, takes well, edibles and shit. Dude. He's the edible. King, he he stayed guy. away from him lately, though. He's been oh, saying, has he? Yeah, yeah. He, he does the morning well, joint. California uh, lowered their edible. They did. Maximum. Michigan's gonna Michigan's gonna do that too. Yeah, that sucks. But you anyway, know? Joey Diaz, he's he, he he gets these Death Stars, and and I, I, it's probably the Death Star strain, right? Yes. Okay, so it's a indica dominant edible, and it's these big dark purple edibles dude and they're the whole fucking bag this guy. and they just look evil like you just look at them you go no like you shouldn't eat that like everything about it says don't eat this fucking thing the color the size everything says don't eat it and this guy pops them like you would eat a gummy bear joey diaz pops these thousand milligram 500 milligram well people go on his show and just like Dean's yeah. talking about, oh, I heard all that shit. You know, and he gets him fucked up. And, and, he, he's, and he he's got, hooked up with all the uh, UFC fighters, Kobe, uh, Kobe Goldbrandt. Yeah, all right, he's, a buddy oh. of, he's Rogan's buddy. He's, he's Rogan's buddy all the time. So, but other comedians come on the show, other you know guests, other celebrities, and they just get in that environment. He gets you something fucked about up, Joey. Like <laughs> Uncle Joey, he's, he's Uncle Joey, and you feel safe. Uncle Joey, like, me and me and your little cousin Damien, we're in, bro. Yeah. I'll eat the edibles. He won't eat them. I'll eat them. I'll let you Shit, give I'll me all that. I'll bring some weed. Listen, he, if you got it tonight when you go home. I will. You got to look him up. He yeah. does the morning the morning joint with Uncle Joey, and he it's, it's fucking hilarious, man, this guy. He, he's a typical... He just he's got all that gangster talk, man. You know that the yeah, uh, like the like like Sha, right now is he like uh, he, he reminds he's me like of, an old mobster, man. Right, <laughs> uh, what am I think? Sopranos. Love that guy. Yeah, so he he looks like he looks like fucking uh, 
What was his name on a Soprano? Pussy. Pussy. He looks just like yeah, that. Yeah, that's who I yeah. see anyway. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there's oh. Joey Diaz. So this is Joe. And this is oh, yeah, I seen this. This is a compilation of him with a guest taking the Death Star. So you can YouTube it. Joey Diaz, uh, Stars of Death compilation. And, and I mean, he's had comedians come on here, and they've had to leave. Like, they have to step outside yeah, the Yeah, they've studio. had to go, and he's had to, like, Stop, yeah, not stop the show because the show never stops with him. He keeps yeah. fucking. Oh, he going. just keeps <laughs> vamping, man. He just keeps vamping, and like this one comedian chick, I forget her name. I'm sure she's on this reel somewhere, but um, she she had to leave, man. And it, oh, this is the guy that makes the Death Stars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fucking up. Yeah, he's the king. Look at it. Here's him. Oh, there you go. Look at look at. I know that feeling. <laughs> look at that. Pass the fuck out. <laughs> That's in the middle of a show. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> look at all those waters he's got in front of him. And like his producers, like the producer and the guest are like looking at each other, and they're like, "Should we wrap this up, or should you know, like?" And then they're like, "No, no, 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 just keep going." <laughs> look at fucking, they're all blown out, dude. I'm telling you, Perry, you if you saw one of these de- stars of death edibles. There's no way you'd eat it. Like it, everything about it says, stay away. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it doesn't look too appealing. Like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, he gets. Listen, he's. I'm gonna send you a couple clips later that right. I have him or whatever. He's he's one of my favorite comedians. I like him. Uh, Vic D. Botello is another one. You ever see him? He's another. No, one. No, no, no. I haven't seen that. He's yeah, good. Joey Diaz is just uh, like you said. You talk about you know good people being involved in the cannabis industry and stuff. And Joey Diaz is a perfect example. Absolutely, of that, man. just a great guy. Absolutely. Know? And that's the whole thing too is just to be able to you know like what I always tell you, D. If you haven't met him, they just haven't met you yet. That's it. They just had. They just. They just. The, have don't know that they need to know you yet. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I listen. I've met, I could see you on Joey Diaz's show. We got to work on that. I, I would so love. Listen, yeah. I'm going to say it right on this air right now. Yeah, that's my goal for 2019 is to be on the Joey Diaz. All right, show. we'll see what we can if do. If I to can help. get on that fucking show, man, just to be. Just, listen, he needs another Italian over there with him for a night. All right, yeah. <laughs> me and him around each other. I wonder if he's ever. Look at this guy, Mac. Hey, I wonder if he's ever fucking like. Has there been any hockey ex? You know. Retired four-time Stanley Cup champions at a no. to try to edible out, and no. I mean maybe he's in. Maybe he wants to try that. He might. He's based out of Cali, I believe. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, California. hey, there's yeah. planes. Look at him. <laughs> That's in the middle of a podcast, man. He's out. Uh, I love it. Oh yeah, I love it. That's what it's all about. But anyway. the, the, you know, and and. and bringing it back around because it's just it's just the communities it's just that's like it. bringing that's what the again taking it back to what the hash bash is all about this yep. weekend it'll be very exciting for anybody who's been there for the past and the best part about the hash bash, do you know that it was this right not only my birthday april 1st being april fools but april 1st 72 is the first hash bash was it yeah wow yeah, I didn't know that. The that day was I was born. The day we were, you were born. The yeah. year I was born. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, but I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew it was years. No, they had but it that was it. So uh, when I first moved to Michigan and I went to my first hash bash, okay? Yeah. I didn't know you could get booths there. I didn't know. Nobody told me. Okay. You know, I didn't know you could be. You didn't you know had, I didn't know you had the option to be a fucking vendor there. So yeah. listen, I, I've been the king of selling shit out backpacks for a long time when I first moved to Michigan. Yeah. Those red, those shirts we did. Yeah. The one that looked like the wings. So I got banned from the Joe Lewis a long time ago. Okay. We're going to start with okay. that. That's what's so crazy that I'm sitting with him. They banned me from the parking structure. 
Okay. Jesus. So I was selling these truck. fucking shirts, okay? <laughs> I, I'd get there two hours ahead of time. I park in the parking garage. Floor two, okay? Because everybody's got to go by you. Because floor one fills up fast as shit. Right? Okay. So I'd stand there and I'd drape them over the, the, the tailgate. Uh, and, okay. the, and, the, and some people loved it and they bought it. A lot. I, I mean, I made a lot of money down there. And then some people would hate on it because it was sports with weed and they fucking yeah, just yeah, didn't yeah. like that shit. You know? Sanct- yeah, the lovely thing about that is there's no time to argue because they're in line and they got to keep going up the thing. <laughs> so as soon as they get pissed, they're pissed for 30 seconds and then they're on to the next car, right? Yep. So, Kids got all the angles. <laughs> Kids got all the so, angles. So they, they were security ran. Now, this is a really, this is a true story, okay? So the security kept running up on me every week. And, they, and they'd say, you're not allowed to do that up here. You don't have a vending permit. So then they start telling the cops that I was up there doing it. So the uh, Detroit Cook City Police would come up there, and they'd write me a ticket. $40, vending without a license. I looked at it like, fuck it, that's booth fee. Right? 40 Cost bucks, I'm getting business. off easy, right? <laughs> well, then I start thinking about this. On my way up the road, I'm like, there's 1,900 unsolved murders in the city of Detroit. They ain't worried about me paying this $40 fine. That's some bullshit. And I throw the ticket out the window. Ooh. Well, this went on two or three times. I got tickets Uh-oh. from the cops. Finally, they said, if we see you here again, we're going to take you to jail. Well, they didn't say if they saw my brother there again, they take him to jail. So now I had to send my brother out there. Okay, well, I get this letter in the mail from these unpaid. Now it's up to about 160 bucks. So I didn't pay the tickets, right? Fuck it, I ain't paying it. So they send me this. So I was so pissed at it. I took the money out, laid it all out on one sheet of paper and photocopied it and sent it back in with a letter to the, to the police department saying, this is bullshit. You know, the detective went ahead and sent me a pair of handcuffs, printed back on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> true story. Needless to say, they, I paid the tickets the next day. <laughs> yeah, that's a true hey, fucking man. story. See, wait, wait. But here's the best part is that you <laughs> you take the hint, right? True D's story. These not, not stupid. Take the hint. <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do out here. You know, that's that's, that's part Dude, of it. That's score one for that cop, man. Oh man, that's listen, he was, he, and I framed it. I still have it, right? But I immediately, I, I just would love to see the look on their face when they got the thing for the money. Well, he must have had a great sense of humor because he's <laughs> he like, did, okay, you little prick. Yeah, yeah, he volleyed right back. And he sent it right back to yeah. me, and he sent his business card in there. And I said, I'm not even going to call this fucking guy. I'm just going to go down to court and pay this shit. So yeah, that's awesome. Then, then they sent me right after that. I get a letter that tells me that I'm not allowed in the parking structure or anywhere out to joe lewis because you know it was their thing you know you gotta go but they didn't say i couldn't go on the other side of the street so that's where we started going on there's a will there's a way especially with you you know it's t-shirts man you know we weren't out there hurting anybody you know so right it was it was good times man i mean that's how the whole clothing company really got started was that particular design that's what really made the the company you know it was uh yeah everybody in detroit was like i've seen that i've seen that and, and just to some of the people that i saw wearing it that i'd never in a million years expect to wear that yeah and you took it had the, a weed you took the red, red wings logo and you took the moon the well yeah. you changed the logo it's more like the telling the story about the the homeland security with, oh, with, at the uh, beginning when because yeah, they, they thought it was they uh, came into my office and so here's this one questions out. about but this is so I you gotta you gotta preface this when okay. you started with the logo it, it's it's a moon and it has a weed leaf in it but it kind of if 
it doesn't like kind of. Yeah. It, it, that's what you would think, right? And, right. And, and they literally sent the Homeland Security they Department thought it to was my like office. To, to see if it was like a, a some like sort a of cell terrorist. Oh, listen, and they asked me every... And I'm sitting there talking to this guy, and he doesn't tell me he's from Homeland Security. He just starts asking all these fucking questions. So I said, hey, man, so what cop, what police force you work for? Because yeah. I know you ain't here to talk to me about this fucking logo. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what's up, man? And he said, well, I work for Homeland Security. And we're just trying to make sure that, you know, you're not, are you involved with any type of people that have a plan against the government? And I'm looking at this fuck guy from across my desk like, are you shitting me right now, man? We're in the weed business, bro. We don't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah. And uh, he was serious. He came back two or three times just to make sure. Like, sure. And I finally told him, like, listen, I, I don't know what you think it is I'm involved in over here because we're not involved in any of that. We sell T-shirts. Yeah. And uh, he just, that was the end of that. But it was, I just thought that was funny that. Little old me selling T-shirts. I end up with Homeland Security at my office for something that I never in a million years would have thought would have been relevant. Yeah, how, to what we well, were how doing. did you come up with the Crescent Moon? I mean, obviously. The oh man, I was sleep, high but... one day. Actually, I did tell you earlier in the show. I signed Shocker. my divorce paper, papers today. Right? <laughs> so I will give my ex-wife now some credit. Okay? okay, here we go. She is a die-hard Wings fan. I okay. mean, her favorite player. No offense, Mac. It was well, Maltby for years. Course. That was her favorite guy. You no, know, under your divorce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know she um, she we'd go to the games, and I had never been to a hockey game ever. So once I got there and realized, like, damn, you could beat people up in this game. I really like this game, you know. And we'd always had good seats, and um, thanks to Perry at Greektown Casino for hooking me up with those good seats, by the way. Uh-huh. And, and um, we'd always go, and then they, they um, she just said to me one day, she said, man, I'm so high, I feel like I'm over the moon. Oh, okay. And it just, that was how we went with it. Well, I was uh, sitting back, okay. as, as I started to, to learn about hockey, you know, she's from the UP, so hockey's on, was on in my house all the time. Yeah. And uh, God bless her. He, we, uh, we were sitting there, and I go, how can I put my design into something hockey? This is hockey town. Right. You know, I got to figure this out. Yeah. And I just drew it on paper and sat back and looked at it, and I said, holy shit, we got something here. And I printed 12 off just to make sure people were going to dig them and I wasn't going to get stuck with a large amount of T-shirts. I sold 12 in one hour. Wow. And um, 100,000 shirts later... I finally end up getting a cease and desist from a company for it finally. And believe it or not, it wasn't the Wings. Out of everybody I thought would have, that was the one company I thought would have gave me the cease and desist for that, and they uh, they didn't. It was a separate company that does, um, you know, sporting stuff. So, But, yeah, that was a – I missed that one. That was a good one. Hey, Mac, I, uh, Jason Gomez from the Michigan Warriors. Yeah. He posted on there. He goes – if Miss Mason only knew how awesome her jars would be used one day, she'd be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Hell awesome. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I like, hey, did, uh, speaking of that, did uh, you hear any response from I, Josh I, or the gnomes? Been, no, that's what I've been doing. Hey, did you Jason not get everybody? the Perry's wearing the, did you not see that, Tim? What's that? The picture of Perry wearing his "Everybody Needs a Garden Gnome" shirt from Josh oh, and the Warriors, yeah, and then awesome. we went down and and they were giving away garden gnomes at the game. Were they really? That Dude, was, didn't you see the picture in the ground? Yeah, put, yeah, but I didn't know they were giving well, them so out. That's what, so that's what the we went down. For. We went down last oh, Friday, shit. and people had the boxes, and I said. I go, who's the bobblehead? Pull up grind time. I go, okay. who's the bobblehead? And they go, the locker room. They go, oh and that no, it's, it's a gnome. <laughs> we're like, what? We open it up, and and sure enough, I'm wearing that that t-shirt that day wow and it was just like you know talk about coincidence everything just uh that's crazy and they were giving out gnomes yeah they were giving out i'll pull it up here yeah red little red wing garter gnomes 
And uh, awesome. so I've been trying to find out how the boys did, and I, that's what I've been sitting here trying to get hold of Josh, uh, uh, Jason. Nobody knows, you know. Nobody. Uh, they should be back. I saw they won the first two games over the weekend, um, but I haven't heard or seen anything uh, how the Michigan well, they ain't bragging, they're down in, so they they're down the national coming home with their Florida. tail between their legs. Uh, this is a great yeah. group of guys, the Michigan National or Michigan Warriors. Yeah, these are the the guys that we've had on and come back, and I'm just giving them giving them crap. But they were going down playing in the Nationals, and uh, these are you know our, our veterans that were helping out uh, with some equipment. Some listeners have helped out. Did you find yeah, the picture? No? I did. I did. I found the picture of Perry <laughs> with the note. You see it? Yeah. Like this is like check it out. See, everybody needs a garden gnome, and I said that's freaking. For Josh, I mean, there it is. Yeah, so that's a Michigan Warriors shirt that Perry had on, and they just happened to be doing garden gnomes. They, that was the giveaway that that's night. Crazy. Uh, you that's know, crazy. I'm thinking, what's a bobblehead? No, it's a freaking <laughs> gnome. Yeah, that is and it's funny. Because isn't Josh, it? that's his nickname in the, in the Michigan Warriors hockey team. He's the he's the gnome, the garden gnome, because he's the short. Sure, guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. you might be taller than he is, D. Hey, uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. I don't have very often. <laughs> what awesome. else you got, Perry? Uh, um, oh, um, Andrew Leslie Lay, uh, saw you down in Monroe, uh, for the, uh, you were doing the talk for the Russian five movie at the Monroe mall and they just wanted to thank you for coming down and, and being very personable and talking and meeting and taking pictures. And, uh, they were very thankful for that. Um, that's cool. It was great. Great being able to do that. Thank you. Obviously, check out my new shine oil oh. from the Russian Five from Jenny. Awesome. Watch, man. <laughs> Je- Jenny and Josh, Josh were saying they they were telling me uh, all day Saturday just because you were also in Livonia that morning at Laurel Park doing the same thing for uh, the Phoenix Theaters and the, the movie, and they they were telling me how appreciative. <laughs> you I are. mean, that's you know um, go, goes without saying. If you haven't seen the Russian Five movie yet, I implore you to see it, especially even if you weren't a hockey fan. Um, yeah, see it in theaters if you, you can. You know, and, and and Tim and, and the reason Jen and Josh, uh, actually Josh was having a watch party of the show tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, when Darren was, I was standing there when Darren was telling Igor about the movie, and you can just see Darren, you know, just pure, yeah, you know, just his true thoughts and feelings, and literally Igor, you could see perking up like, oh he was, yeah, okay. well, yeah, and because. You know, I, we told it, but it, it's just, it's different when you have a relationship and when he knows that where it comes and, and that the fact that I told him about, you know, Vladdy and it meant that much is because, you know, when you share something, you know, I guess, I, I mean, I don't know how to explain it other than we have not only through the cups and the relationships and the ups and downs and the life and the, you know, the, the life not the death but the yeah there's a lot of things when you can look into somebody's eyes and especially that you've been for 20 some years the good the bad and has seen you and it, and when you have that you know it's out of pures and to have him look at me and just to know that you know that's my truth and yeah and whether that helps or it doesn't but to see that i could tell <laughs> that it it is one of those things that it passes through, yeah. you know, the the guard, I guess. So right. I, I'd love for all of them to see it, but that's, like I said, you know, that, that, that's funny because Jenny says, well, they got to see it with the crowd. Well, 
baby steps. All right, you know what I mean. It doesn't work, and she knows exactly what I'm saying. But they got it all taken their own time. Dude, so. I got. I would go so far as to say, and you know better than anybody, Mac, if this is even close to the truth. But if they could just see it, if one of them could see it, obviously Vladdy's seen it a couple times. God bless him. We've been able to watch it with him. Um, if like Igor could see it, if Sergey could see it, if one of the others could see it, you know, it might be their first real 360 degree understanding of how it felt for us. Yeah. You know, well, but that, that, and then, and then here's the thing. They might not even know what it meant to us. You know what I mean? Until they see this. Right. And here's the thing too, Tim, is that what, what have we learned and what have that, that in it's, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And then, no, no, but. But here's the difference, right? And and you tell me because we come from the same spot. Is before I'd be like trying to make it happen, make it. You got to see this. Forces. You got to see yeah, it. No, yeah. I, right? You know right, what I'm man. saying? No, you're. And right. instead of now, it's like I want him to see it so bad, but I know it's got to be you're totally right too. because and and so I'm gonna lead that in. You're that totally right. that lead in into my feelings on the Red Wings, okay? Because everybody probably wants to know. With the way that they won eight out of nine, the resigning. You know, I hear, I hear, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll t- right, they resigned Blashel for two years. Come on, man. Tell us, Mac. Tell us. Oh, but here's the thing, and and a lot of people and and media fans, whatever, have their own opinion, and that's awesome. But for me, is that the bottom line is that I see I don't care with like and it's along to the lines that accepting the way that things will happen, mm-hmm. but I'd rather see this because I've seen more that's going to benefit these guys in the in the future. Because why? Because it's the youth that has taken over. So you got the Larkins, the Manthas, the Anthonyus, the Bertuzzi's as the core ish moving forward well you know what they're gonna do they're gonna be coming off the end of this season feeling good about themselves a couple of them hit 30 couple, one hit 20 but the fact that they're going in the right direction and they're gonna spend all summer whether it's together or not but building this right because that's the difference between being younger and being older well they haven't had all the kids yet they haven't got anything so they're gonna build this and get this foundation and obviously it's taken time and i think that obviously Jeff Blaschel and what he's done in the direction that the wings have going in. It might not be the direction that everybody wants, but I see that it's a direction that they're saying, we're going this way. And whether that, I don't know what that has to do front office wise, but you know where your coach is going to be. You know where you're building around. And pretty much it's that four guys. And now you're seeing, right? You win an eight out of nine games. And sure, you're, you're playing some teams fighting for the playoffs, some not. You're doing it with nine regulars out of the lineup. You've brought up Chelios, Makarath, Bowie, Hiroshi. Rick sign him and right. No, like 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 uh, Hiroshi. Like you, you're seeing. You're getting a great time of year to see what you have moving forward. So you don't have to use next season exhibition. Whatever you know where and plus in that. Because the wings are out of the playoffs, so some of the guys will go back down to GR and season up and play in the playoffs down there and make it better. And I'm really excited because for the first time, it's in a different direction. Now, it's not the direction I think that 90% of the people think that it should go in, which is, the you know, Steve, you come back, and then let's get Joel Quenville, let's and let's recycle. And wh- no, let's, we- let's not recycle. 
let's keep somebody that's been building this and blast whatever you believe because this is at the end of the day i think it's like 92 93 they have to they have to build and where they're starting We'll see what happens in the draft. We'll see where the bingo balls go. The best case scenario is maybe they fall back to sixth and they still get a top pick. If not, they have plans. And and I see that, and that's what I believe. And I just love the fact that they play for each other and they know where they are going. And they're fun to watch. Well, that's, you know, everybody's been talking, oh, we should be tanking. We should be getting Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is going to be, you know, we got to get the number one pick. Wait, wait, there's no guarantee. And here's the thing. There's no guarantee to anything in a lottery that you're going to get a thing. And But my point is, if it was last year and it was Dolan, and if it was a defenseman, we're in more dire need than that. Now, I'm not saying Jack Hughes ain't a, a great player, but there's also a phenomenal player in Edmonton that's arguably one of the best players in the league that hasn't ever made the playoffs 100 points this year, Connor McDavid. So that doesn't mean anything. What means is in this league you got to win and it's team and it's learning to play together. And that you see, you look at their maturation and, and you know, moving you- forward, I'm excited. I'm excited in what they're doing. I'm happy Blasters back and it'll be interesting moving forward. But the end of the season has given me a lot of hope. No, that's good because I, I agree with you. It's it, I to me, I'm more pumped up watching the way they're playing, the, the how they're bonding. Um, like you said, you've noticed that in the locker room that you see a difference that that you didn't see last year. Maybe yeah, no, I I, I just think of the confidence in each other and that it's their team. And you watch it goes how Larkin does. I mean it it and he realizes that. See, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be his own worst critic because of the pressure but but now you see that he's learning how to okay you know i'm flying i i'm here and and it's not pressure anymore he's accepting that that's his role and he's he's into you know he's sort of at a young age becoming this man you know this man this leader but this you have this confidence, this air, you know, and it's not a cockiness, it's a confidence. And because yeah. you notice it, leaders of men, and Stevie had this, is that they have this where it's let's go and it's like you follow. And then everybody else comes to and you buy in. That's a, And do you think Dylan has, uh, it, um, with him being from here and being a local boy, he knows the history of the Red Wings. Well, that's the greatest just, part. Just like you did growing up across the river right here and being a Wings fan, you knew the history. And I think Dylan's watching, you know, he's heard the stories of Stevie. He had Henrik showing some leadership and the value of what it is to wear the wing emblem. And uh, that's got to have quite a bit of value to take over the leadership role. Well, I, no, I mean, the best part I always say about Dylan Larkin is when I first met him is that his knowledge of the history of what it means to be Detroit Red Wings. This kid lives and ble- breeds it. And if you want to talk about, I mean, this is, to me, that's King Arthur pulling the yeah. Excalibur out of the rock because he's from Waterford. He grew up here. He bleeds. This is what he's been meant. I said, you're just, you're coming into what you're meant to do. It's like, you you know, for people that are meant to be kings in the medieval times is that this is yours and it's it's something that he doesn't fear he's embracing learning how to embrace it and make it his own and awesome. and and because it's what you see it's not about him it's about them and yeah. he exudes it the most out of anybody yeah and that's, no, that's uh and that's that's when you know you're in the right 
and th- and that's what it means to be a Red Wing. Well, you know what I've been enjoying, Mac, is listening to you talk to different people. And you were on uh, uh, ESPN Toledo tonight uh, with Mike Miller earlier talking about the Red Wings and that. And it's just I'm seeing in you the excitement. Yeah. And talking about the team and the young core and where they're going and the direction they're going and how they're building. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm thinking if here's if we're, we're listening to I'm, it. I'm right with you. If I we're agree, listening yeah. to it from a guy that's been there, right, if he's done that. Excited, yeah. And and you know what and like Rob Thomas, uh, uh, he saw you Saturday at DC Sports, and and that's what he said. This he goes. God, I love get... Matchbox Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first thing I saw. Um, but 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 like he said, he goes. This is what he digs is listening to Mac talk insight about and yeah, talk yeah. about the yeah. wings and his knowledge. Well, yeah, because that. everybody's just looking for crumbs. Crumbs. Well, you know what? I'm gonna air insight. They just want something, you know. And here's the thing, guys. So. Um, and we're going to do that, Rob, just for you. It's a great way for me to tie up to <laughs> <laughs> Rob, off the post. Rob off for the you. Post. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Great way to tie this up because next Tuesday, Tim, yeah. um, I would like to do a NHL playoff preview. I have a couple of very special guests that I'm trying to line up where I'm going to do a total hockey show cool. on the NHL playoffs. We'll talk some wings. We'll do Go some around stuff. The whole league and- we're gonna pick, we're gonna do our picks cool. for uh, for the playoffs, uh, the pool. We're gonna try to get some listeners involved in in making some picks, and uh, I'm gonna try to make that. So that'll be a grind time exclusive event next Tuesday night. Cool. Um, next Wednesday, uh, Kevin Zioli, uh, Justin Sullivan, and a few comics are gonna join us for a comedian roundtable and. They can tell you what it's like to be a comic. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what it's like. <laughs> I'd to be like an to. I'd like to be here for that one. Is there any way I can? Yeah, I need well, a good laugh, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> um, but uh, tomorrow, uh, opening day. Tomorrow is opening day. We haven't touched on the Tigers, even though they won again today. They're three and three coming to the home stand. I hope it's not cold. Uh, We'll get into Tiger Talk as the weather gets more if it's warmer. Cold, and, uh, if it's cold, I may be out there with a hoodie to, to sell. Ah, he's got, <laughs> hey, look for D tomorrow. Uh, I will be downtown, oh, okay? <laughs> over the moon, you'll have some hoodies. Well, thanks for being here, D. Thank you I for uh, everything you've done for me, homie, and uh, continued success. Um, and uh, the one thing that you should most be proud about is is what you've done with your son there. You've oh, done man, a hell of a job it, stepping away and... You know, it's tough being a single dad, but you've done a great job, and I know it's not easy, but uh, um, best, of, best of luck in that because it's not easy, but just nah. be out there selling shirts and promoting the weed and giving the knowledge, bro. So I, I appreciate your time. Moonrags, dot com for all your over-the-moon clothing needs, hats, sweatshirts, T-shirts, whatever you need. Whatever you need. Hash pass this weekend. You'll be out on Monroe Street Saturday. You'll be at the Wyndham. Friday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So if you're out there, check it out. Um, Saturday, I'll be in Ohio, but I'll try to come back for that. Um, what else we got going on? I'm going to be watching the Michigan State Oh, let's, basketball. yeah. So everybody, your homework is to go to a matinee of the Russian Five on Saturday and then go home and cheer the Sparties on. Perfect. So hopefully... Hopefully we're here, and I will touch on the Spartans if they win the national championship on Monday. We will talk about it on Tuesday. But uh, <laughs> Timmy, what do you got planned for uh, the weekend? Anything special? Just real estate, man. Real estate. How is real? I seen you out there. I seen you out there 
In the rain and the snow, and yeah. <laughs> you, they still sell houses in the bad weather. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, Fuck especially yeah. there. At a, I like this guy. He likes Franklin selfies. Addison, man. <laughs> yeah. Franklin Addison, go see Tim Krakowski because he will get it done, rain or shine. Rain or shine. <laughs> All right. Well, for Damian Stefano and Perry Vellucci, Tim Krakowski, I am four-time Stanley Cup champion, Darren McCarty, and remember. No matter how many times you fall down, get your ass back up. Grind time. Out.